aforetime were written for our learning. So whatever so things are written before are for now. Not just when this was spoken of, but even now, right now, you are in the church. Right now, you are in the body of Christ. Right now, amen, you are in the kingdom of God, spiritually speaking. You are in the kingdom right now. It's not meat nor drink, but it's right to destroy peace in the Holy Ghost. That is the kingdom of God. And so forever, whichever, for whatsoever things were written aforetime, that means before time, were written for our learning. That means we must learn of these things. We must uh, search the scriptures. We must have an understanding. Uh, we must pray. We must meditate on the word of God. Amen. It says that we through patience. There is that word patience. We're running this race with patience. That through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. You see where our comfort lies? It's not in things. It's not in the outer man. It's not in the world. It's not in uh, that person who you uh, are, are, uh, are loving, or your, your, your wife, your spouse, your, your husband, uh, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever it is. In money, it's not in comfort of those things. It says uh, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. It's the scriptures that brings comfort. It brings hope. It says thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Amen. Uh, and the next verse. And it says uh, now the God of patience. There's that word again. The God of patience. He is the God of uh, patience and consolation or comfort grants you uh, to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus. Grant you. That means God has to extend grace unto you. It's not that we just uh, can sit and, and memorize the word of God and, and uh, 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 say, oh, I know um, and because I, I go to church. God has to, the Lord has to grant you. It says, go back to, thank you. Now that God, the God of patience and consolation grant you. Amen. Praise God. That means uh, God has to draw us. He has to touch our hearts. He has to draw us because it's not by our own strength, but it's by his mercy he saves us. So God has to grant you. Praise God. So we ought to pray that God grants us uh, that we may be like-minded one toward another according to Christ. So he grants us that the scripture tells us, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. But God has to give us the revelation, hallelujah, the understanding that we be like-minded. Like-minded with who? Those that have gone on before us, that the word spoke aforetime. Those that who are in the saints, uh, uh, the saints in light. Praise God that we may comprehend with them what is the length, the depth, the breadth, and the height, and to know the love of God that passes knowledge. That we be like-minded toward one another. That means you and I must have the same mind according to the word of God, according to Christ. Amen. And But it takes the God of patience and comfort or consolation that grants us uh, this understanding, grants us this knowledge, grants us... Uh, 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 that we may go on into perfection. Amen. That scripture tells us, uh, lest we go on, 
that we may go on into perfection unless God permits. And so God has to grant us that we may be like-minded, not double-minded, but like-minded. That's unity, the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. That's like-minded. Hallelujah. Praise God. And turn your uh, scriptures to uh, Romans 5. Go, go back to chapter 5 now. Go to chapter 5 of Romans. Praise God. Chapter 5 of Romans. And it reads, and it says, therefore, being justified by faith. So how are we being like-minded? We're like-minded by faith. Uh, amen. It says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Because it's Christ that first justifies us. Amen. And then we are sanctified and then glorified. It says, by whom uh, also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Being stand. Where are we standing? We're standing on the rock. Like-minded as those that are standing. Stand therefore and do all to stand. Stand therefore. So we're standing and rejoicing in hope. Of the glory of God. So while we're standing, we're being like-minded and rejoicing. Hallelujah. We're worshiping the Lord. Praise God. And God has given us access. Uh, the God of peace has granted us. The God of peace and consolation has granted us that we may, by faith, have access into this grace wherein we stand. Hallelujah. We stand. Uh, uh, and it says, it says, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So we are rejoicing in hope. And next verse, it says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulation. Wait a minute. Hold on. Stop right there. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just said be like-minded. Uh, have the mind of Christ. That we uh, walk in patience and that whatever is written for four time for our learning. What did they go through a four time? How are they like-minded aforetime and have the mind of Christ and they can be able to have uh, uh, the peace of God that passes all understanding and then uh, keep them and comfort them while they were being persecuted or while they were going through tribulation? What, they, they, what did they do in this like mind? They rejoiced in the hope of the glory of God. It says, and not only so, but we glory, we, it didn't say me, it said we, like-minded, we glory in tribulation also. You mean we have to glory when we go through, when we suffer, when, when, when things don't go our way? You mean, you mean uh, we have to praise God? You mean I can't uh, get mad and have my top blow off? Did, did that, is that what they did aforetime? Is that what Christ was talking about? Or was it the God of patience? Uh, that 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 captivated your heart. It says, "But we glory in tribulation, also knowing that tribulation worketh patience." Okay, let's talk about that. The God of patience. That means patience begins to rule your heart. That means uh, there is uh, a patience, not just like you're waiting uh, patiently for the bus uh, to show up, and you wonder why it's late. Not that kind of patience, not the patience where you uh, uh, got a, a dinner date and uh, um, uh, and uh, they're supposed to call you 45 minutes early and it's an hour and 15 minutes. Not that kind of patience. 
This is the patience that's working on the on the inside. This is the patience on the inner man. That patience, as my wife was standing up here and she was talking about that we need to be fully dressed, that we need to be clothed upon. Why are you still here and you're not dead yet? Why, hallelujah, God has given you patience because there's a work in your heart. It's God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And that fine needlework is being done on the heart. So the God of patience and comfort. So while you go through tribulation, you have patience. Hallelujah. And you have comfort in the scriptures and you glory. Hallelujah, my God. You're glorying in the glory of the Lord. You're glorying, praise God, in the word of God. And it says that we glory in tribulation because the patient, it worketh patience. It's the word of God working in your heart. That's the word of patience. That's the, the word of God uh, doing a work. That's the word of God changing you, uh, uh, equipping you, clothing you. Hallelujah. Putting on uh, uh, that new garment in your heart. The nature of God working in you so you won't be uh, moved. Uh, Paul says, uh, the, in, uh, uh, the enemy cometh, praise God, uh, Christ, or was it Paul or Christ that said, the enemy cometh and find nothing in me. Paul said, none of these things move me, for I bear in me the marks of Jesus Christ. That's the scripture I'm looking for. I bear in me the marks of Jesus Christ. What was he bearing? He was bearing the fruits of the Spirit. Hallelujah. He was bearing uh, the image of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. He says, but we glory in tribulation, knowing that it tribulation worketh patience. Next verse. Uh, next verse. And patience experience. Oh, my God. If, if, if I didn't know the experience of my pastor, I wouldn't have understanding of the scriptures. I wouldn't know. Oh, my goodness. I wouldn't know how to overcome if I didn't have the experience of of the word of God uh, being spoken to me, uh, spoken in my heart. That 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 experience is not just experience when you go through, hallelujah, but you know the enemy's devices, hallelujah. You're not ignorant of the enemy's devices, and you know how to discern that which is good and that which is evil. There's an experience. Praise God that now that you've gone through, that experience brings maturity. You begin to grow up in him and all things. You begin to grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord. Hallelujah. Experience hope. That's when you begin to know. Praise God. You're hanging on to something precious. Praise God because it's working inside of your heart. Hope and hope. Make it not a shame. Praise the Lord. Hope. Make it not a shame. You know that's Christ in you now. Beginning to arise in your heart. You know that's the nature of God in you. Working in your heart. You know you're bearing the fruits of the spirit. Because hope. Make it not a shame. So when you resurrect my God on that day. You're not in the resurrection of shame. But you're in the blessed hope. You're in the blessed resurrection because, my God, the work of the Lord worked it out on this side, on this side. And hope make it not a shame. You're not ashamed to open your mouth for the Lord 
and he's not ashamed of you because you're a child of God, because of the love of God. You see, that's what we're having. That's what we that's what uh, uh, God uh, wants us to have an understanding of with the saints comprehending. It's the love of God. Praise God. The love of God shed abroad in your hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Praise God. He's given it unto us. And go to 1 Timothy uh, chapter 6, uh, verse 11. Uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6. Praise God. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11. That's why we must have this word of God in our heart. Amen. Uh, not the things of the world, not the cares uh, uh, of this world. But it's the word of God that is going to keep us. That's the way we overcome through trials and tribulation. We overcome by the word. Hallelujah. We overcome by faith. Oh, my goodness. We overcome by the rod. Uh, praise God. He said, I will rule with a rod of iron. That's the word of God. That's, that word of God has to rule your heart first. Hallelujah. Before you can rule in the kingdom of God. You got to know how to put your body under subjection. You know how got to know how to bully your flesh. When, when anger rises up, you begin to speak the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. When you begin to be sad, my goodness, you rejoice in, in glory and tribulation. My goodness, it says, but thou, O man of God, flee from these things. It's talking about money and it's talking about uh, uh, this, uh, uh, the, uh, the works of the flesh. Flee from these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith. Love, patience, my goodness, meekness. You're following after oh, the, the image of God. You're following after Jesus Christ. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Do we walk not in the same step? Come on, do we walk not in the same spirit? We, we follow after, praise God. Go back, follow after uh, uh Righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. There's a scripture that's in the word of God that says that we're following after the footsteps of the flock besides the shepherd's tent. Hallelujah. Those that gone on before us, that they spoke, that the word of God was spoken aforetime to, is now for our learning. Walk in the way of righteousness. Walk in the way of godliness. Walk in the way of faith. Love, patience, meekness. Praise God. And fight the good fight of faith. Fight the, that means, my goodness, don't fall. Don't quit. Don't begin to get discouraged. Let the word of patience and constellation comfort you. And you glory in tribulation. And you rise up and begin to fight the good Fight of faith. Hallelujah. Where is your faith? Lay hold to eternal life. That's what you're doing. You're laying hold to the hope. Hallelujah. To the one that is set before us. You're laying hold. Hallelujah. Run in this race, race with patience. Looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith. You're laying hold to eternal life. Christ, hallelujah, is the eternal life. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. He is eternal life. My goodness. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. 
You're laying hold to Jesus. You're laying hold to this word. He says, whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. What are you doing now? You're opening up your mouth because your confession upon many witnesses is the word of God. That the word of God has kept you. The word of patience, hallelujah, has has lifted you up and comforted you in the time of tribulation. And so you begin to worship God because, Lord, you're my help in the time of trouble. I tell you, my goodness, this word, you are my help in the time of trouble. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Turn to James uh, chapter 1, verse 2. James chapter 1, uh, verse 2. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. James 1, verse 2. And James 1, verse 2, he says, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall, come on, into diverse temptation. Different temptations. Different things you're going to go through. You might not know. You might not have gone through it before. You might not understand it. But uh, patience worketh experience and experience hope. So when you go through these diverse temptations, you know how to count it all joy. Hallelujah. Because you're glorying, you're, you're, you're rejoicing in the glory of Jesus Christ. Not in you. You're rejoicing. You're rejoicing in the hope uh, that is to be revealed at that day. It says, brethren, count it all joy when you fall in different temptations. Knowing this, there's a knowledge. That's the knowledge that we have to get. There's an understanding that we have to get. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Hallelujah. Where you're unmovable, unshakable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. You are not moved by any wind of doctrine, by doctrines of devils. You're not moved. Hallelujah. When the media says this and the media says that or things don't go your way, you're not shaken because faith worketh in you patience. And it says, uh, but let patience, huh, let patience. I don't have time to go through it, but go to Romans chapter 8. I mean, uh, Proverbs chapter 8 and begin to understand that scriptures. He says, but let patience have her perfect work. You see, God is bringing us into perfection through Christ Jesus. And that's the word. That's the word of the Lord. So let patience begin to work out. your My goodness. Salvation. Hallelujah. Let patience begin to work out the glory that God is working in you. The outer man perish, but the inner man is renewed. Hallelujah. Though we go through this light affliction, it worketh a more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. That's the perfect work that when we appear before the Lord, we shall see him. He shall, we shall be like him. We shall see him as he is. And it says, let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect, entire, entire, your whole spirit, soul, body, hallelujah, be preserved until the day of Jesus Christ. That's the whole, entire, hallelujah, that your body be uh, 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 as a living sacrifice, 
holy and acceptable unto the Lord. Praise God. Wanting nothing. I don't want the world. I don't want the things of this world. Why? Because there's another hope that I have. Patience is working in my heart. Praise God. And go to verse uh, 12. Uh, what is it doing? It says, verse 12 of the same chapter. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when, hallelujah, how do you endure? By the word of patience. By the word, because God, by his word, he begins to give you more, more of his, of his word. Revelation, understanding, hallelujah. And you begin to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It says, blessed is the man that endured temptation. Hallelujah. Because this race is not uh, for the weak. It's not for the swift or the strong. But it's to them that endure it to the end. Hallelujah. Come on. It's to you that endure. It says, but. It says, but. Blessed is the man that endure it to the end. For when he is tried, you will be tried. You ever heard the term? Don't try me. You will be tried. <laughs> He shall receive a crown, oh, hallelujah, of life. That is the hope that you're attaining. That is the hope that you're reaching for. He shall receive a crown of life, which the Lord has promised them uh, that love him. And turn to Revelation chapter 3. And I'm going to end on this chapter, on this scripture, chapter 3. Praise God. And go to verse uh, 10. It says, uh, because thou hast kept the word of my patience. Come on. Thou hast kept the word of my patience. And that patience allows you to endure. Come on. It allows you to endure. They shall mount up as wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They that wait upon the Lord. The patience will keep you to overcome. It says, because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation. Hallelujah. We all have an hour, but there's another hour that's coming upon the world. It says, which shall come upon all the world. That means you're not exempt out of this. You are a child of God. He said, well, if I was persecuted, you would be persecuted also. But I have overcome the world. And if I have overcome, you shall overcome also. Hallelujah. Which shall come up into all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Praise God. Uh, and, and, and it says, behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast. What do you have in your hand? Hallelujah. He asked Moses, what did he have in his hand? And he found out it was the rod of God. It's the word of God, which is the rod of God. Hallelujah. Thy word, oh my goodness, thy rod shall comfort me. It's the rod of God. He shall rule with the rod of iron. It's the word of God. Hallelujah. What is that that you have in your hand? Hold that fast which thou hast. That no man take your thy crown. Come on. That no man, no woman take your crown. What are those crowns? The crown of glory. The crown of honor. The crown of rejoicing. The crown of righteousness. 
and the crown of life. It's not just one crown. It's many crowns that God will crown you. They that overcome. Hallelujah. And it says, uh, uh, he, him that overcome, will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him a new name, the new, the name of my God, and the name of my God of, come on, the name of the city of my God, which is new Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from, from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you, Brother Steve. Brother Steve. Let's give it up for the man from Kakamega. Hallelujah. Brother Steve, God bless you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, taking my time here. I do appreciate the Lord for being here tonight. Uh, that was uh, powerful, Brother Andre. And uh, the scripture you started with. Uh, we were discussing that scripture last night with uh, someone from Kenya. And, uh, and was, you began with it. <laughs> and I was thinking about uh, hope. Uh, I want to go along those lines, but uh, from a different angle. And uh, I hope I'll be able to, in the interest of time, to tie up with what he was talking about, patience and hope. But actually, it's hard. Uh, the, uh, the scripture says, again, where he began, he said, For whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of scriptures, might have hope. And then uh, when you, you look at Hebrews 11, verse 1, it says, now, faith, and he mentioned about faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. And through faith, we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the things which as uh, which are seen were not made by the things which do appear. And uh, uh, in Hebrews chapter 6, we know the principles of the oracles of God and the doctrine of Christ what is faith towards God. That's number two. Dependence from dead works, but I don't want to go there. Now, um, let me begin with the Bible story and then tie with hope and tie with patience. Uh, uh, when Jesus was commencing his ministry after he had been in the wilderness for 40 days he came to the synagogue and a scroll was given to him and he read from the book of Isaiah 61 but I don't want to go to that book but uh, I think they knew 
he was just a commoner from Nazareth. And they were kind of used to him coming to the synagogue. They didn't understand what was happening in his life. And um, when he said this scripture is fulfilled in your very own eyes, they were wroth. They were mad at him. Yeah, because you know they didn't uh, understand why he was speaking those words. And then uh, in, uh, if you can put uh, on the on the monitor or on the screen, uh, look for 25. But and it says this of truth, they were so many widows in Israel. Look at that. But I tell you of truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout the land, 26. The next verse. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Sarepta or Zarephath. A city of Sidon unto a woman that was a widow. Understand that Jesus is saying there were many widows in Israel. So of which it was normal for, uh, for Elias to be sent to one of them. But he says none of those widows were, uh, Elias was sent to them. Save for this woman that was in Sidon. And now this woman woke up early in the morning just like any other widow. And uh, he didn't she did not understand what had happened in Israel. And in First uh, Kings 17, you have the story there. And uh, Elias, Elijah had gone to Ahab and told Ahab that there will be no rain or dew until his word comes to pass. He didn't give him time. He didn't give him time for it. And then uh, the word of God came to him and said, "Go and uh, uh, go eastward." And abide in Kareth before Jordan. And I'll feed you, you know, by I will feed you with the ravens. And uh, of course it happened, ravens brought in the morning meat. And it also brought bread in the morning. And at the night, the same thing. Uh, now he continued, but you know there was no dew and there was no rain. There was a difficult situation in Israel. Rivers beginning to dry up. There was no rain, there was no dew in the morning, and the plantation was also experiencing the devastation that was uh, uh, coming as a result of famine ravaging the land. And even the prophet himself had to um, understand that things were not right. The book dried up. And then the word of God came and said, you have to go to um, Zarephath, and I have prepared a widow there, and she will feed you. But the name of the widow was not given to Elijah. Now he had to go, and he had to go by faith and come into the city of uh, uh, Sidon. Sidon was... Uh, 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 the, the city of Sarepta was between Zidon or Sidon and Tyre. It was there. And it was being fed by the water that was coming from Israel. But now things are drying up. And this widow, she was also having a hard time. And she had a son. And the husband had died. 
Things were not rosy. Things were not good. Just like a pandemic or something else. Things were so difficult. Things were so tough. Uh, the meal in the, in the barrel was beginning to go down to be wasted. And the oil in the cruise was also uh, wasting away. And she has no choice. She has nothing. She was not even a Jew, but she's there. But she remembered there was God. And there's a God of Israel. And probably that morning, she made a prayer in the thick of things and began to pray, not knowing what's going to happen. But God began to prepare a man, his man, a prophet. And because of this widow, the prophet had to come there and he came into the city. The prophet didn't know the name. Sometimes nobody knows your name. Sometimes you are going through a situation that you think nobody understands them. But there is God in heaven. There is God that understands your situation. In the midst of Corona and the pandemic, maybe nobody understands you. Maybe a tele-evangelist doesn't know you by name. Maybe nobody knows you by name. But when you cry to God, when you come to Him and you cry to God, He begins to listen to you and begins to work a miracle. And uh, Elijah came through the gates of the city and she saw this woman. Elijah didn't know that was the woman. But because the word of God was in him, he said to the woman, give me water to drink. And as she was going to bring water, he said to her, and also bring me a cake. And he said, I got no cake. I have little meal in a barrel. And a little oil in a cruise. And Elijah said to her, according to the word of God. Because I am come because of the word of God. The oil and the meal will not waste away until rain comes. You go and prepare a cake. And first, it is my cake and not your cake. And then prepare for your son. You're going to not die. When the word of God comes your way, you will not die. In the midst of situations, God has a way to get us out. But no, that's, what not, that's not what I want to talk about. Okay. In the interest of time, because I have very little minutes remaining. This is the thing. As they were enjoying Elijah, the widow, the son, and her household, she brought her household from wherever they were, and they were enjoying a meal every day. Those widows that were in Israel were not enjoying a meal like this widow woman. She was having fun and praising the Lord together with the man of God who was staying up upstairs. Then something happened. The boy fell sick. And the severity of the sickness. Because it was sore. The boy died. And the widow said to 
Elijah, have you come to bring, to call my sins into remembrance or remind me my sins? And Elijah took the boy and went upstairs and spread himself three times over the boy. And he called on God. And he said, bring his soul back into him. And that became the first person to be raised from the dead. And the boy came back and revived. And the widow said, I now know you are the man of God. What am I talking about tonight? What am I saying tonight? Now faith is a substance of things hoped for. There is a hope in us, not because of a miracle. There is a hope in us because we know who we are serving tonight. That is what gives us hope, not about the miracle, not about the money, not about anything else, but because we have somebody, we have someone, and that is the king of kings whom we are here to worship in the midst of pandemic. It doesn't matter what the enemy is saying. We are not here because of anything else. But to worship him. Because of this hope we have. For whatsoever things were written of our time. As brother Andrew said. Were written for our learning. That we through patience. And comfort of scriptures. Might have hope. Now, in the same book of Hebrews 11, verse 33, it says, And women received the dead, raised to life again. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. This is one of the women that received her dead back to life. She had called her God. She was not a Jew. And let me tell you something. When you call on God, in whatever nation, whatever country a man seeks God, he will be fond of him because God is no respecter of persons. He doesn't respect the king. He doesn't respect anybody. He doesn't respect the mayor. He doesn't respect the president. He doesn't respect whatever. Because he's God. And because he's God, he will do it. Hope. In the book of Romans chapter 8. Verse 24. It says. For we are saved by hope. And hope that is seen. Is not hope. For what a man seeth. Why doth he yet hope for. But if we hope. For that we see not. Then do we. With the patience. Wait. For it. She was not a Jew, as he said, but she understood something. She understood there was a God. And she cried out to God. And God remembered her of the many widows that were in the land. That were crying for a miracle. She was one of the people that cried that morning. And God commanded his prophet. To come her way. She was a nobody. She was, not a, she was not respected. She was a poor widow. But God knew her. 
God knew her by name. And when she called on God, God sent the men of God. And they were nurtured. They were nourished. Both Elijah and the widow until rain came because it's God. Even as today, we were not born Jew. We were not people that belonged to the things that pertaining pertaining to David. But in Ephesians, this is what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2. If I can recollect properly, it says like this. Wherefore, ye being sometimes, wherefore, ye being uh, let me see, let me see. Wherefore, ye being in time past, Gentiles in the flesh, which are called uncircumcision, by that which is called circumcision in the flesh, made by hands, that at that time ye were aliens from the, without Christ, ye were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the promises of, from the covenant of promises, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometimes afar off, are made nigh by the blood of, of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and has broken the middle wall of a petition, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make of himself of twain one new man. So doing what? So making peace, and that he may reconcile both in one body. By the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and he came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that are nigh. And, th- and through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now then, now therefore, you are no more, I say tonight, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets and Jesus Christ himself being the chief Cornerstone in whom all the building thinly framed together and go huh? before the habitation, thinly framed together, groweth unto an holy temple. In him also you build together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. And that's why we are here tonight. Because we have hope. That's why you are here tonight. Because God has called us into the kingdom. There might be many people in this pandemic. There might be many people going through diverse situations. There might be many people suffering tonight. 
But God has a way of sending a man of God your way. And he speaks the word. And when he speaks the word, it happens to you. You are nourished. You are nurtured. You are protected. You are raised up. You begin to glow. You begin to praise the Lord. You begin to sing. You begin to dance in the midst of the pandemic. Because God has seen you and you have hope. And the Bible, let me finish by saying this. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 27, it says, To whom God will make known what is the riches of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Jesus is our hope. Of glory. And we have hope in him. Because he's a hope of glory. That woman at that time was alienated. from the, he was, She was an alien from the common of Israel. But we have been brought nigh. We can call on the name of Jesus. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. The same shall be saved. That's our hope. That's our patience. And that's whom we look at. And that is the author and the finisher of our faith. In this pandemic, in our situations, in our troubles, in our problems. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Because we need to walk not by sight, but by faith. Because of the hope we have in him. And we are saved by Lord, hallelujah, glory to God. Oh, praise the Lord, there's fire in the house, hallelujah, praise God. We serve a mighty God, praise God, a God that 